The Frequency Podcast with Nautica De La Cruz and Amy Lopez. Amy, how you doing today, Mama? I'm doing. I'm good. You're doing. I think I'm good. <laughs> good. Honestly, good. say I think I can say I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that. But we want to start mm-hmm. off by saying thank you uh, from our last week's podcast, the WTF What the Fuck podcast. <laughs> from our frequency podcast. We want to thank everybody who listened and to all the people who sent me some encouraging words through text or social media. Um, I really felt a relief because uh, I'm not alone in my struggle, actually in our struggle, because I feel like, Amy, you're struggling with me. <laughs> yep, and but we are definitely not alone. I got a lot of feedback too. We Yes, and we love our listeners. And I want to thank my maid of honor, Karina uh, from San Jose. We haven't spoken in a really long time and she called me and she said, that as soon as she heard the podcast, she said, I heard your voice and I just had to pick up the phone and call you because I could hear that that bricking your throat. Sharita on Instagram inboxed me and said, Nautica, I listened to the latest podcast and just wanted to say thank you for sharing your truth and getting stuff off your chest. It helps to know that we are all in this shit together and you're not going through it by yourself. Uh, What's bold is owning it and releasing it and it will get better. This I pray. So thank you very much. What about your messages? Did you get any? We got, you know, a couple of messages, two of which wanted to stay anonymous, but they were very much relieved to hear that they're not alone, you know, that they're going through their own shit. And it could be different things. It doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, lack of a job or relationship issues. You know, there was one that was health issues, you know, not being supported through health issues. And and I can't even imagine going through all the BS that, that, that we're dealing with or right. not dealing with and trading that in for health, like health issues. Yes. I'll take mine any day of the week, you know, so I, I made sure that I replied and you know who you are, you know, that you are not alone and that, you know, even health things are completely out of your control. There's nothing you could have done you know, some of these things are genetic, you know, and there's not a lot of things that we could do about them. You know, we just kind of have to roll with the punches and, and stay on course and listen to your doctors, you know, obviously, they went to school, they know what's best. Um, And if you feel like they're giving you bad advice, you know, seek a different opinion. Um, But yeah, you know, and another one was very much like to a T almost, you know, said exactly what Nautica said is exactly what I'm dealing with. And, and she, you know, she's one of my friends. um, So she didn't really feel comfortable reaching out to you. She's like, I think it's weird that I'm going to reach out to her directly. And I was like, reach out to the frequency podcast, you know, Instagram, like we both read them, you know, it's not just me, even though Nautica calls me the admin of the page. Um, (laughs) She's, she's on there too, people. She likes to uh, be ghost. She's on ghost mode on the page, but she's on there too. So you guys want to speak to us in general on that page by all means so we definitely reply to all the messages so yeah we're definitely not alone everyone's going through something i'm so glad that they reached out on you and Mm -hmm. um they they feel like they're not alone and through all this i think we have learned about each other's personalities and other people's personalities and uh last week when you were over here you were like did you watch this video on on red table talk and i was like what what video about the narcissist Mm -hmm. and i guess the the epidemic of 
narcissism. I watched it. And Amy, I'm going to say this bluntly with love. I freaking hate you for making me watch it because I, I told like you I was addicted. <laughs> and then I watched, I watched it on Facebook. And then there was about four other videos attached to that with Jada. Yeah. And um, I believe her name is Dr. Romani. It was amazing. I mean, you don't really think about it when you are with people. And, mm-hmm. you know, before it was kind of like, what, what's the definition of a narcissist? Like, what is a narcissist? But we deal with these narcissists every single day. And on my defense, I will say that I think everybody in the world has a little bit of the narcissistic syndrome in them, but maybe not to 110%. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure that I got this right. And so I looked it up and it says narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men. The cause is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Symptoms include an excessive need for admiration, disregard of others' feelings, the inability to handle any criticism, and a sense of entitlement, and very much the lack of empathy, which we see a lot. Have you ever dealt with a strict narcissist like you knew in your head he is narcissistic or she is narcissistic well first off i want to say that i just told you to watch the video i didn't want to send you on this rabbit hole but i I love it (laughs) i i'm like intrigued i was looking up like you know oh i have someone that i know that is like this this and this let me look let me look them up let me see if these are narcissistic traits and um i was in shock and i and i have to say this red table talk if no one has seen it you better see it because I think we have all dealt or worked with a narcissist and we have to learn how to deal with them. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely have come across a fair share of them, did not knowing, you know, the true definition or a diagnosing them in this way. I didn't really start even thinking of the word. I didn't hear of that word for I want to say it was a couple of years ago. A friend of mine was like, you know, have you ever looked this up? And she just kind of planted the seed. She didn't send me any links. She's like, you know, just look it up. I have a feeling you're going to find it very interesting. And I did, but I didn't really dwell into it very much. Maybe the videos I saw, I just didn't really find interesting. But this Red Table Talk popped up on my feed and I saw that it was trending, like it was being shared by so many people. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, let's see what, what this is all about. And when I read it, when I tell you it was like light bulb after light bulb after light bulb, <laughs> I felt like a freaking cartoon character. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Exactly. Like the siren was going off like... <laughs> You know, you don't realize these things sometimes because you've been around these people so long. After seeing that video, I have narcissistic friends. I've had narcissistic relationships, you know, and it's it was mind blowing to realize that a friendship and love for a person can blind you from these characteristics, you know, and sometimes even comfort of getting used to a person that you're just like, oh, that's just the way they are, right? you know, and you just kind of me and you have very thick skin, but we also, you know, take things very to heart. And uh, one of the things that I think we have in common is that we don't forget, True, we let it roll off the shoulder, like, you know, you're being an idiot or whatever. But it's like those words, when it comes to words, those things are engraved, you know, me and Nautica are listeners, you know, we like to really take 
take in what people are saying, you know, make eye contact and really give people the light of day when we're speaking to someone. So when it's small talk, whether it's a serious conversation, we pick up on cues. Now I'm more aware as to, you know, connecting the dots, I think a little bit, because those traits, like you're saying, we all have some traits. And I don't want to say that, like you said, that we all have narcissistic behavior. I think there are traits that you know, we all have, whether it be from experience, you know, walls that we put up, I think I want to refer to them more as walls when it comes to, you know, some of the things that they spoke about on this video, whether it's dismissing things, you know, letting them roll off your shoulders is a good saying, you know, just let it roll off your shoulder. But it's like, no, you know, we have to really observe how we're being treated and how people treat others. It doesn't necessarily be need to be towards us. But if you're, you know, with a person that's constantly putting people down or making fun of people just as sheer enjoyment, you know, that's not something that I want to be around. And one of those things that, you know, I, after looking at videos and things like that, I realized that, you know, my family and my friends are really good at, at making jokes, you know, and we bring up old times, you know, it's like, remember that time when you got super drunk and this and this and this, <laughs> or whatever, or that time when you were four years old, and you stole the whole birthday cake, and we caught you, you know, that type of thing, that all fun and games. But when it's the same thing over and over and over, and when it's dead silence in the room, you're constantly nitpicking at one particular person. I've realized now that it's bullying. You know, it, it's one thing to like bring it up every so often, like, hey, remember that time? But when it's like, I have nothing better to do than to point you out. Yes. It, it's, it's starting to bug me on a whole other level now because it's like, no, you know, we, we shouldn't be using other people for our enjoyment. And, you know, that's one of those narcissistic traits that, you know, you don't really care. You don't have that empathy for a person. You just think it's all lighthearted, but you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know how far that affects them. Ah, I can go on and on. No, what that is you? true. <laughs> well, it was funny because I didn't know that there are different kinds of narcissists. For example, um, as Dr. Romani was uh, explaining, there's also malignant narcissists, which can be highly manipulative and they don't care who they hurt as long as they get their own way. And some of their traits are they see the world in black and white terms, including seeing others as friend or foe. Uh, they seek to win at all costs and generally leave a great amount of pain, frustration, and even heartache in the wake. They generally don't care about the pain they cause to others or may even enjoy it and experience it as it's empowering to them. Can you believe that? It's something that you were just mentioning. Uh, and they will do what it takes to prevent themselves from loss, inconvenience, or failing to get what they want in any situation. Now, there's also a covert narcissist, and their traits are uh, reserved or self-effacing attitude, humility or a tendency to put themselves down, uh, smugness, passive-aggressive behavior, envy of others and feeling that they deserve what other people have. They could be uh, jealous of their friends. Like, how come I don't have that job? Or how come I don't have that mm -hmm. car? Or how come I don't have that man? Um, and, and last but not least, also a lack of empathy for the feelings or situations of other people. I actually know someone like that as well. And, you know, I believe that we have all encountered and I worked with someone like that um, for, gosh, about three years. And I finally, I couldn't take it anymore. And this person blasted me on 
social media. And my husband had to write him kind of like, basically, you know, you fuck with my wife, you fuck with me on Instagram. And our lawyers had him take it off Instagram. It got to the point where it was ugly. I was like, you just can't do that to people. You know what I mean? When some people take it as a threat as I'm, I was trying to help him, but he took it as a different way. And Mm -hmm. that really, really irked me. And I was like, oh, I finally encountered someone who is narcissistic. But I think, you know, whether we're in relationships with people who have those narcissistic tendencies, we, you're right, what you said, we tend to brush them off. But I think that we need to be aware. And that was something that I loved that Dr. Romani was talking about and Jada and, and her mother and her daughter, Willow, is that when we meet someone like that, or we know someone like that, not to feed into them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a big, a big thing, you know, and when you're close to the person, whether it be a best friend or a relationship, you know, that people come out and are like, do something about it. Like, why don't you say something? And one of the big things that they said also is that it's not my job to fix a personality. You know, I can call them out on what they're saying, I can just like you can call any stranger out and be like, dude, you're being an asshole, you know, like (laughs) knock it off already. But at the same time, it's like, what, who are you to them? You know, a person with a narcissistic personality is not going to give a shit who tells them it could be their significant other, it could be their best friend, it could be their parent, it could be their, I don't know, soul coach or life coach or whoever it is, you know, they're not going to do what they're being told they should do. Because at the end of the day, as soon as you tell them something, what my impression is, is that they're going to do the exact opposite, because they're going to be like, you're not the boss of me, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I want, you know, and that was one of the things that really struck with me was that it's not your job to fix it, Mm -hmm. because it takes so much energy to try to try to fix it, you know, and it's just like anything else, like you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped or someone that doesn't even know that they're doing something, you know, they talked about that as well. And I saw another video of a girl who the guy was not only her partner was not only narcissistic but abusive physically so it wasn't just a verbal and a mind game type of thing it was a physical execution because she constantly had to defend herself and she talked about that and I saw it on YouTube and if I find the link I'll post it on our page but okay um, it was really interesting to find that because she started to disconnect when she started to disconnect from the argument of I didn't do that what are you talking I would never you know then it became a physical thing because, you know, what was the argument? Like, there was no argument left, you know, whenever the accusations would happen, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm not going to even go down this rabbit hole. But when the physical, you know, abuse started happening, that's when she was like, okay, red flag, and her family started getting involved. And it wasn't until then that she started seeing all the narcissistic traits before. So she had red flags, but she just didn't see them. It was just the personality of the person she was with, you know, So I think that that's one thing that we need to reflect on. And I think it all comes down to communication 
in a sense, uh, instead of brushing it off, really address the elephant in the room, because at the end of the day, it ends up eating away at you. And I'm starting to think that, you know, every relationship, yes, <laughs> um, I don't know, psychiatrists out there, maybe should hop on this bandwagon or make this a trend. But every relationship should have a guidance coach or a mediator, I should say, you know, from the very beginning to the very end, because sometimes we get so blended into our everyday life or accepting the person for who they are that we don't bring up those subjects anymore. And it's not until everything is so far down the drain that we start connecting dots like, oh, I could have done this, I could have done this, or we could have actually talked about that. But I think that if you have a coach, just like a fitness coach, or, you know, a life coach, but a constant relationship coach that, you know, every couple of years, you guys sit down, it's like, have we progressed? Have we hit our goals? Have we hit our vision board for the past two years? You know, then things can, I think, work for the better. And, you know, being through it being, you know, going through ups and downs, you know, I think that I'm much more educated on not only what I'd like to do going forward, but aware of the things that I could have done differently, you know, and this is not to put blame on on anybody or anything. But I just, you know, self reflection, I think is the, is the best thing and going forward to be, you know, the best person that you can be with the experience that you have. No, that is, you make some valid points. I also looked up a few things. It says uh, narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. Uh, people with narcissistic personality disorders may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors of admiration they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling mm -hmm, and others may not enjoy being around them. And the only treatment that could help resolve these issues involves talk therapy. And that's what narcissists need is to sit down and talk with their therapist about what's going on in their life and the tendencies that they have and, and what they have done to other people, either in their relationships or, you know, their environment at work or friendships to repair, to basically do right from your wrongs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I want to add on that because you said something that that triggered on that video as well. They talked to a guy who is a self-described, yes. you know, narcissist there, or he assumed that he was a narcissist. But after listening to the first section of the video and seeing other videos, I pinpointed it as soon as he opened his mouth because he opened his mouth by throwing a freaking resume out as to how he was top of his class. And he was recruited right out of college for a freaking three-figure job. And it's like, who asked you? I honestly cannot. I will check out if I meet you. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is your resume or your title or your job. Like, I don't care. Can you just say hello? And what, you know, how's it going? I, I don't need to know your net worth. I don't need to know where you come from. I don't need to know where you live, what you drive. Like, it's just one of my biggest pet peeves. And I will check out. And it's one of those things where it's like first impressions mean the world. And I can tell you that I have had so many experiences like that, where it's like, where the hell is this coming from? The one of them that sticks out to me, and I still talk to the person. And you know, they think it's funny now that they did it. But I met the person and I was like, Hi, you know, nice to meet you. And 
the first thing that came out of their mouth was just so you know, I'm married, just so you know, I'm married. And this is my girlfriend and this and this and this. And I was like, okay, (laughs) good for you. Congratulations. Like, have a nice day. (laughs) I I was floored by it. Because on in a sense, it's like, okay, you know, you're proud or whatnot. Or who knows, maybe you're in a super toxic relationship where you know, you have to disclose your status in order to make sure that you're covering your bases. But I've just noticed back, you know, with so many interactions, co-workers, friends, um, acquaintances, and people just one-on-one conversations that did the exact same thing that guy did in the video. I wanted to add, so, because uh, I took notes. If you see all my I, notes. I, I can see. His name, <laughs> your purple um, notebook. <laughs> his name is Alex, and he seemed very depressing, dark, and lonely. And Dr. Romani said that she felt pity for him, that she mm-hmm. felt very sorry for him. He had no empathy for his relationship, and he was arrogant, and he felt entitled, and he never wanted to feel like he was wrong. And, I mean, if you haven't seen The Red Table, talk, please, people about narcissism, uh, please watch it. And the other three, four videos that go with that, because it is an eye opener. You will learn so much about people's traits and personalities and even relationships that that we have or we're in. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guys should definitely watch it. And, you know, we spend so much time on TikTok and watching stupid videos. You know, sometimes there's videos out there that I hear and I listen to or podcasts even that I hear and I listen to that I like to share with people because they have such a big impact in my current state of mind, you know. So if you haven't watched it, like Nautica said, watch it, look into it, self-reflect, start journaling. Nautica got me into journaling. (laughs) Yes. She got me my she got me my first journal of 2021 so it it's going you know start writing your thoughts down because so again self reflection helps you process your thoughts and your emotions and you're entitled to your thoughts and your emotions no matter what the narcissistic person in your life says mm-hmm. you know you are entitled to react to whatever situation you're in the way you're going to react it is what it is there you and go. if the shoe fits wear the shoe and you know we're not throwing jabs out but you know, self-reflection. If you fit that description, get your shit straight, you know, make changes and get some help. Yep. Talk to someone.